Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Say podcast. We are recording in reaction to the news that the EFL have decided to curtail League One and come up with some sort of Mickey Mouse table and um, have a playoff system and promote the top two sides. So we're going to dive straight into our opinions uh, on that, whether we think it's the right thing, just talk about the EFL's decision to do this in general, and we're going to look ahead uh, to what this means for next season as well. Who am I joined with? I am joined by Gareth, as always. Not as always, Hi. but you know what I mean. Not as always, not at the moment. <laughs> yeah. In the mittened. Mm. In the mittened. Let's have a look at Craig Clark. You okay, Craig? You alright? Yeah, yeah good. I'm just looking at the screen, yeah. just going, <laughs> seeing it working out. And, uh, Doing alright yourself? Yeah, good, cheers. Good. Uh, Chris Witherspoon as well. Hello, how are we doing? Yeah, uh, very well. Um, how we're doing? That was a very well, Luke 09 way to introduce yourself. Oh dear me. That's not a good start tonight, is it? More more on him soon. Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll see how long we can have a conversation for and, a, and talk without Chris bringing finances up or slagging the owners off. And, Whoa, well, we've got a sweep, got it, we've got a sweep on it. We've got a sweep on it. <laughs> hey, we're all on board now, Chris. So, well, yeah, exactly. Uh, don't, don't hang me out to dry like that. I don't know. I don't know. You must be like. Wouldn't be the first. Wouldn't be. Wouldn't be the first time you've been hung on dry on a podcast by somebody, would it? Oh yes, very good. Uh, what if I get sued for that one, I mean, Gareth? He's got a right to reply here, though. <clears throat> Which is the good place, of course. Uh, right then. So, um, firstly, where do we start from the beginning? The fact that EFL. The EFL firstly can decide that <clears throat> the championship can play again. Um, the other two can't. I know it's not as straightforward as that, but firstly, this is just a massive reminder to how low down we are, isn't it? In the football pyramid, that we're we're in a position where they just <laughs> they could just consider finishing our season because it's League One. Well, this this is, we're just saying before we came on air. It's like it really is the the sort of wheel of fortune, isn't it? And like. We spent the longest period in our in post-war in the top flight consecutive seasons. Nothing like this happened then. It's happened when we're back at a level that I know Gareth mentions this and he's right to do so, that we aren't used to spending time because we've only ever been at this level once before for one season until this stint. And this happens at that moment. And not only does it happen, we then end up with this situation that's going to ensure that we spend yet another season 
here. I'm not saying if the season had been finished properly, we would have gone gone up, but obviously we would have had more chance than with the current method of finishing the season that they've used. So is this 52nd in the football and pyramid? Is that right, Chris? Maths guy? <laughs> Thanks. Maths guy. Tragically, yes, I do know that that is correct. It's the first time I've so, ever finished outside the top 50. So that's nice, so isn't 50, it? So 52nd. And, and remember that before we got relegated from the Premier League, when, you know, which was only three years ago or something, we hadn't finished lower than 23rd in the football pyramid for something like 20-odd years. So yeah. That's just to put the whole thing in perspective and, and people think I mean, Sutherland fans are no... in any way not justified for having a good whinge about the situation We're... that we find ourselves in. I think even the seasons that are finished behind closed doors, presumably, will be finished with an asterisk next to them, whether that's one that you imagine in your own head or, well, it will be present on the page. We haven't finished 8th or 52nd this season. It's bullshit. You don't finish a football season on a maths equation. Like, it's ludicrous. There's so many factors that aren't taken into account. So when I think about Sunderland's historical record, the, this this season is just doesn't count as far as I'm concerned. I don't. They'd be better. They'd be better. They'd be better off saying that everyone finishes joint seventh, apart from the teams that got relegated and promoted. Because what what val- what value are the point? What value do the points have now? They've just. You know, apart from them using it for some sort of mystical mathematical equation based on nothing, um, I'm not really sure what you know what value the points have now. So it's a farce. You know, you you might as well just have eight, everyone equal seventh or equal what twentieth or whatever. Yeah. You know what I mean? What 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 value is it now? That's what it's, I mean. It's, it's just pointless. It's, yeah, it's pointless. It doesn't mean anything. We've 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 watched a lot of irrelevant football. Before March, and, you know, if we if we're saying that the last nine games don't don't count, then the previous, you know, the previous what thirty six or whatever don't count don't count for anything either. So no, I don't, I don't, what's the point? I don't necessarily. I, th- I think it is a farce, and I think the way it's gone on, like what is it? It's June the 9th today. Football stopped on the thirteenth of March. So why the hell was it taking three months to get to this point? And that, and I think that's like a big a big part of it because essentially what they've done. They've kind of they've kind of left it to the point where everyone's had to say, "Look, we're not playing the rest of the games because we don't have time to do it." And like the EFL have been shocking on this. I, I don't agree though with like I, I know we're going to go on to us in a bit more depth later, but I, I don't agree that like this just expunges or whatever it was you said, Craig, from like our history kind of thing. At the end of the day, it's still like a massive, <clears throat> enormous failure. Like I, I get, of course it I get is. That it's a, I'm not denying that. I'm I get not that denying it's unfair. That. So what my point is is, would it be an enormous success had we been second if we'd beaten Gillingham and well, uh, Gillingham and Bristol Rovers? That would have shined. We would still been a terrible season. We've been absolutely no, dreadful. no. Well, so well, so what? So your points are relevant. <laughs> no. then. But we'll get onto that later. No, but, <laughs> well, it is. It is. You can't. You can't say it's He's an been enormous failure. Totally relevant. Six days. No, because what you're, you're you, talking, you can't. You can't say that. You can't, say, you can't situation. say we've finished second. You're talking about no, a hypothetical situation. No, you can't say if we finished second, it would be not successful. The only way this season would have been a success was if we'd walked the league like we should have done, like we were told we were going to do. You're talking about a hypothetical situation. Hmm. If we'd won every game, yeah, okay, that'll be a success. At the end of the day, like, what happened? It's not, it's, 
I, I don't it know is how, a question I, for I don't you. know how often this happens, but I, I'm fully on board with Gareth. I'm, I massively agree Get with Gareth it. and every well, everything he says. The thing is, and we, um, you know, we might as well just say it now. So they've used this this formula. Yeah, shut up, so Chris. They've used this formula where, where Sunderland and Wickham are on the same points, and yes, Wickham have two games in hand. We've just looked it up quickly there. Uh, our lowest step was what Boxing Day when we drew at home yeah. at Bolton one-one. Wickham were top of the league, and they were 15 points clear of us. So we've managed to pull that back, even going into the, the, the final game against Bristol Rovers, where, where form wasn't great. And we've managed to pull that back. Yes, they had two games in hand on us, but that's 15 points we've made up on them. That highlights to me the direction Wickham, Wickham going in. Oh, yeah. Because they were top for ages. And now the eighth, and they're putting them above two teams. Well, they're putting them above more because they're, fin- they're making them finish third. Put them in third. And they're taking out so many factors, like you say, Craig, about fixture lists. Form is the big one. Let, let, let's be honest I mean had they had they said right I'm sorry we cannot play beyond top six playoffs and they said so we're leaving it as a top six I would have been gutted still and I wouldn't have thought it was fair but I kind of could have understood it if I was a Peterborough fan I would be I mean I would yeah. be livid isn't even the word well, I think, what they I, must be thinking I at think, the minute I think that's fair and I think like what they've settled on like the, they threw around the idea of this weighted points per game which look, I don't, I don't think you get a fair like outcome in this unless you either void the whole thing or you play every game. Yeah, you void it. You don't. Why didn't well, they just void it? Well, because the the reason they would have done that is because then you'll get every season ticket holder in the country saying, right, I want my money back because I've just paid. And there's a, a, no, there's a knock on effect. They, they can't void it when they're playing the championship. Yeah. So I think. Why not? What? But, but that's. But the, the the thing is, there's a there's a difference between the divisions, which is a much wider problem in football, think, which we might come on. I to. think. The, the, the main point for me anyway is like look I think they've messed they've messed it up because ultimately what the EFL should have done was shown a bit of leadership and gone I'll tell you what we're making the decision here you still would have had people pissed off but the problem that what they've done is they've opened it up they've said right this is how it'll happen under this situation this is how it'll happen under this situation and they know for a fact everybody's going to vote in their own self interest like we voted to carry it on if we were, if we were top of the league by a few points in that. Like we probably wouldn't have voted to carry it on, so like, I don't really blame the clubs. I blame, I blame the EFL, and I it's think it's a bit, it's a bit snidey. The ones who are in the playoffs' mind, I know what you it, mean. Like you, you, because I, but, we're all, you know, we're, we're on the same point. Some of us, and I mean, how 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 can like would you at the end of the season, about two weeks, be, say two weeks before lockdown, right? So before the Coventry game, and then I think this, and I think this like leads into a discussion about you know. The, what how unpredictable football is and how writing off eight or nine games and then just saying oh well that well you know that's probably the way it would have ended up it's just ludicrous would you have put Oxford and Wickham in the playoffs before we played Coventry don't know can't remember because <laughs> we beat <laughs> no, Oxford, Oxford, no, we beat them Oxford, yeah. Oxford, Oxford were about 10th and then, yeah. No, then I, would have had, got, I wouldn't no, that's, I think I wouldn't have had Wickham got, in there. Oxford Oxford were 2-0 down at Shrewsbury and won 3-2 on the day we drew at Gillingham and got and leap, leaped up from about 8th to 3rd I, I suppose so the point is it's, there's, there's but no, what, it's there's one no, game it's one game the that thing is they could, they, 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 could have eas- they could yeah and they could have easily looked and said right realistically who's involved and it might not be like this every season and you know even if they'd said five points and then you can say well I'm sorry but there's clear daylight between you and the side above you like I would have always promoted Coventry for example I don't think there's 
anybody would have argued well, that, that that Coventry because they'd built up that and it was you know they weren't running away with well, it but there was there was should, have start, was dis- should, Coventry, should Coventry start the season well the, the Coventry have got another problem as well yeah I was just going to say I mean they haven't got a home ground mm. so Bury went up last season but at least they went up fair and square but then they ceased to exist yeah but if you're promoting a football club who haven't even got a home ground but if yeah but if we just go on fairness on the league table law and what from second then to eighth or maybe even ninth I would have to look at the league table again I was going to they say should have sure. found, they should have found some way to include all of those teams even if the teams higher up on the table had the advantage yeah, like I we've agree. discussed many they times could have had they could, could have, have, had, they could have said, "Look, yeah, ninety-eighth. The winner of those no, well, plays seventh. The winner of those plays sixth. Then I just, work it up that yeah. way." I just think there's no they could have the, fair way of doing it. Like I get what you're saying. That, that, that would well, be a perfectly just, fair way. Of it's an arbitrary cutoff point. One of the, t- the teams in eleventh, they might go, "Well, hang on a minute." Like, no, why are we because that's what I'm saying. No, 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 no. You need you you come up with a amount of points. But so why do you why do you probably probably six points? Why do you suddenly draw the line around the Because most people... <laughs> Stephen's smashing things if you, up. If you think, so if you think... He's if you angry. Think, if you think, it was an accident. If you think about it... If you think about it... If you think about it logically, um, most seasons, you will look at the top ten with about eight or nine games to go and go. Four of those teams will be in the playoffs and two of them are getting promoted. I would say. Probably... Tenth is probably... Pushing it a little bit, you'd probably be going eighth, eighth, ninth. In the bottom, you're probably looking at the bottom eight. You're saying of those, there'll be a group of teams relegated. Well, so you could have done. A, you could have done a playoff. You could have. Done, you could. And I would argue that. I would argue that the EFL could have easily said, "Look, I think Bolton and Southend, they're relegated. They don't get to participate in the playoffs. They're miles off." And then you look at the te- the four teams, and then say, right, you have a playoff. The loser, or the well, the winners stay up. No, you're and then, right. It's and then, and then and then in the top eight, like you see, you could have done that. Yeah, but this isn't style. You could have done the. Con- I know what you're saying, though. But the point is that if we can have this discussion, well, you don't know that they didn't have it. It's five but points. So the, you look. look let's look problem. at the bottom. Let's look at the bottom and bring South. So you just mentioned Southend there. I mean, Southend, uh, Tramia, sorry, are three points away from safety with a game in hand and they've suddenly been told that they're getting relegated even though they've won three and five and Wimbledon above them have won one and five so that's form into it as well opposite trajectories there between those two sides there's five points between Tranmere and Milton Keynes I don't think anybody above that could argue or below that, that that's a fair cut off point South End of Bolton are gone it's the same in every division when you look at it it's the same in every division but the, and I think the point the point the point is that whatever way I agree with Chris on this, whatever way you do it, so say you have this randomly constructed ten team playoff, that isn't the same as finishing the season. Yeah, this is the with thing. There's the no different fixtures right. that they okay. would have. Yeah. but this isn't. No, but, but this isn't totally but this different, isn't, what, and it's making up rules happened, as you go along. No, but but that's what's happened now. This is no, the no, no, and I disagree with rules. that. And we've not only we've not only made up rules. We've not only made up rules. We've not only made up rules. We've made up points. We no, I agree. Well, I think it's yeah, a joke. Yeah, I don't, I don't I, disagree. I, I, I totally think. disagree. Uh, what, what, I'll put you, what, no what, what I'll put you, Chris. What I'll put you, though, Chris, is we, when we've you, played. You, you we've you played the. To- <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've played the top of the league. We've played the top of the league team 
twice. That's what I'm saying. Wh- Other Wickham teams have played haven't. them once, and yeah. they get to finish third. Yeah, it's a I joke. agree. It's bollocks. I, I, I don't disagree that it's unfair. What, what, I'll, what I'll put you though, Chris, on you said when you said like, well, how do you decide what what's the cutoff point and stuff? What I would say is yeah. look at the way the vote's gone. So there's nothing to me to suggest that if they'd said we propose everybody down to ninth because they're within touching distance gets to compete, Coventry get promoted. The other clubs would have voted yes because they've voted yes now for the proposal now. Surely. I can't say well, that there would have been... This, well, that's what I mean. And some of the clubs dragged I, into a relegation battle, perhaps. This is why I don't think... I think... I know what you mean about being snide, like the teams who were in the playoffs and... I'm not I, saying we would have done I, differently, I, but, no, it, but no, it's, no, it's snide. No. I think this is why... The EFL ultimately, and I know that the argument is like it's a collective of clubs, so the clubs have got to vote it together. But you, the way they've gone and done it, you're always going to get this self-interest issue kind of thing. You're always going to get what's happened today, and I and I think that's that's why I go back to I don't blame the club like Wickham, for example. I don't think Wickham should be anywhere near it, but I don't blame them for going the way they have because I think we would have done exactly the same thing if we dropped like this last season. I know we didn't drop out the playoffs, but say the season had gone a bit, on a bit longer, something like this had happened, and we were outside the playoffs. We would have gone bloody hell, yeah, we won another chance at it, kind of thing. I think ultimately, what they should the EFL should have turned around and gone, we're deciding it's going to piss people off, but at least it's it's kind of the league have gone and decided. Whereas now you get the, like you've got bloody Peterborough's chairman. Ranting and raving about like clubs voting in their own interest and that. Bear in mind, there's the same bloke who who put out a statement on his Twitter feed a couple of weeks ago, just before we thought the vote was going to happen in his own interest and that. So everybody's acting in their own interest. It's just a complete shambles. The whole thing but is this is the problem. Just got. like the start of the really? season with Bury, just like yeah. far too much it goes on with the AFL and they've handled well, it. Well, it's not just the AFL. The, the, Everyone acts league. in their own interest across football. Yeah, yeah. And this idea that it's a collective is a load of shite because it isn't a collective. This is the, the other point is, we, like, I know we're going to go on to this kind of thing, but when we talk about, like, being fair and whatever and that, clubs might well turn around and go, well, hang on a minute, you've got, like, three times the income any of us have got and you're languishing down in seventh in the league sort of thing. So the whole idea of, like, sport and fairness is just complete bollocks to begin with kind of thing and this is to me look like I'm, I'm a, I think it's ridiculous I, I, I think I think that's I think I think that argument about the size of the club and the income is arbitrary I it's think not it's though, because I if, it's a, if you are it about, it's not our fault no it's not our fault it's not our, no, it's fault. Not our fault but that's what I'm saying the whole the whole league the whole way everything's set up is ridiculous because we all know that the teams with the most money end up winning the league the teams are the least one, they end up falling down the ladder. So this is obviously a wider argument. But if, if the argument is about what's fair and what's not, kind of thing, where, where do you draw the line? Ultimately, I think... But well, what are we supposed to do then? What are we supposed to do? Close 80% of the stadium to level ourselves out with everybody else no, so our income drops no, to the point that there, so it's 11 players. Yeah, nobody's saying that. We're saying that like football needs to be... Like I say, there's a much wider argument. Football needs to be fairer across the board, which it does. And I think... I'm pretty sure most of us actually agree with that when we take it out away from this situation on its own. But going back to this situation on its own, like the fact of the matter is, the AFL should have just sorted this out themselves, and they should have done it about a month and a half ago. Because I don't, I don't really know why they've been kicking the can down the road, other than to get to the point which we got to today, where all but four clubs voted to end it because there was clearly no alternative. On that, that's exactly on the point about the size of the club and all this kind of thing, though. Like why? Bournemouth are in the Premier League, yeah, and we are in League League One. 
So I'm just saying it's like the size of the club or whatever, and is arbit. That's what I'm saying. The points it's arbitrary to me. It's like or how much money that club takes or how much money this club spent. It's an arbitrary thing in terms of fairness because obviously Bournemouth are in the Premier League and. And we and they spend a shit ton of money. Yeah, they spend a shit ton of money. They, they broke they broke the rules to get there. So like I'm not really sure. Like the the point that is that really if we're talking about it as a sport and yeah. competition, ideally you would have something closer to what the NFL has. Yeah, but my my point is we aren't we 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 apparently attempted to run our club sustainably within <laughs> our parameters. No, my point. Well, what we talk when I'm going to use Bournemouth as an example, they aren't. So my point is. We shouldn't. We shouldn't be looked down upon or punished, or, or, or for, well, we're for not being. No, that's what I mean. Being an ar- it, it's like, an arbitrary thing. The, the, we're being punished by by not by signing the right players. Yeah, the conversation like has drifted a bit. From yeah, there. I'm not sure what the, where this. this <laughs> if you want to talk about an existential problem in football, I know what you're coming from, Chris. What the issue is that you've all, everyone's sitting around like a bob and duck in a pond, waiting to be lifted up and sent into the stratosphere by sort of like a Saudi billionaire or American billionaires. And that that shouldn't be your only glimmer of hope, shouldn't be, oh, right, we happen to be stuck in League One in this ludicrous situation where we don't really know what's going to happen next. And game seasons are being finished based on like um, some mathematical equations. And then, but there's always the hope that that means like these American billionaires are going to take over and that means we might do well because money. And it's like, or, you know, we can get some, like, um, Saudi state money or uh, Emirates state money at Man City or whatever the hell it is, Qatari money. Like, that shouldn't be the raison d'etre of football. Like, it's just, it's crap. And I think this really exposes how crap it is because, actually, we are a big club for the division and the one thing that gives us an advantage in this division is going to be taken away from us, which is the fact that we have a big ground. And we can get a lot of people in the door who will pay a decent sum of money to watch the game because that's gone. That's been ripped from under our feet. So we're not going to... If they bring in this wage cap and it's the same for every club, well, that'll be as close as you're going to get to sport and fairness. But it's not going to be very fair when we're hampered with players on the wage bill who aren't even here anymore. Yeah. Well, I think that like, on that, obviously, that is different, different topic on that. But I, I think... Well, like, it's not. I think but, it's very well, important because no, no, of I what mean, might happen this summer. I mean, I mean, like, it's to, really important. Compared to talking about like what what's happened today, but no, I I do. It's, yeah, it's definitely important. I think on that, the problem with that is unless there's some sort of transition thing, there's absolutely no way we're going to be able to fit into it. Like, there's going to have to be. And on that, that again, that is like an effect of what's wrong with football. Like the only reason they're having to bring that in. Is because the way the money's being distributed is is completely like cockeyed. Like the only reason they're bringing it in and talking about such a low level is because clubs are going to go up the wall if they don't. But I think like well, this this is a crazy thing though, isn't it? Right, if you're saying you can't afford to finish this season, which football clubs are, what's the hope? We get a little bit of um, milk from the Premier League teat to keep us going next season, if they so wish to let us have that crumb from their table because if not I don't see how the situation's any different but appa- normally a football season starts in August it's two months away but apparently the- how can they suddenly go from not being able to finish this season now to starting a season in two months but apparently the EFL what, what's going to change apparently the EFL are talking about being able to get a goal again in September I struggle to see how I struggle to see how that works and unless somebody's well, bailing well, us out 
not not us like as in the league in general i just don't see how that works like every club in this division including us from next season relies on people coming through the gate and i just i don't understand how even well, even with well, the amount of players who will be out of contract in three weeks I've time i've got an idea and obviously Char- charge everybody down. 400 quid and then tell them that um, <laughs> they can watch it on the stream. <laughs> I thought you might say that for some reason, Steve. Yeah, yeah. I was, um, was going to say, well, I suppose you could pay £30 for the streaming service for a game. On the, um, on, you, the point, on the point about cost and sort of bringing it back to what's gone on in the last sort of week, you know, we've had Wickham last week sort of crying about their financial position. Where they get to finish the season? Before a vote, <laughs> before a vote, before a vote's even taken place, the testing players, the trade, the back in training, knowing that they're going to get into the playoffs yeah. from eighth place, and it, it's it just joke? stinks. But well, and I'll tell you what, with Wickham, I tell you what, if they if they're saying that, well, we're you know, oh well, we're really struggling. I mean, what are we going to do? You're gambling now. So what's yeah. going to happen? So you're spending more money now to play games that you're saying you can't afford to play. You're not going to go up because you'll get absolutely buttered off Fleetwood <laughs> completely well, anyway. Portsmouth so it will probably go up. Or like, whoever, whoever it is. So no, they'll play Fleetwood in the no, semi-final. And, and, and yeah, then yeah. what? And then what? And then what? So you've you've had a gamble, play, yeah. and now you've yeah. wasted more money trying to get promoted to the championship, and now you're so going to be back in the situation, every, yeah. same situation, everybody else. If so what are they going to do? Vote so and not saying, start next season? Yeah, because yeah. they can't so afford to play. Exactly, exactly. So they're, <laughs> like they're, they're, vote, they're, so they're not going to play next year. But then if, they get I mean. promoted, then if they get promoted to the Championship, how on earth are they going to facilitate that with no crowd, with no income? Oh, no, no, because the money stream. must be there. If the Championship clubs have voted to play, presumably there's enough money... Although I don't know how that can be possible because hey, some of the what, wage bills in that before. division are a joke. Like I, I, what don't, if you, I don't know how they can do it. What if you get relegated from the Championship? You oh, get relegated with a division, that's not going to kick off. Well, imagine if you get relegated to the League One right. and replaced by Coventry, who then can't play. So the Championship has one less yeah. team because they yeah. don't have a home ground and you're yeah. like Charlton or someone who gets relegated and you can't play either. Wait. Or like one of the teams that could have gone up instead Wait. of Coventry, the two-bit set of tossers, like can't play because we got lo- lumbered with stopping in this division but- because Wickham decided they wanted to... Have a punt on finishing third. Big is Craig. That's not even joke. Like that wouldn't even be the first time it's happened. Who 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 finished fourth bottom in our league last season? Because Berry came up and Berry did oh, yeah, the game, know. and somebody got relegated for that. Yeah. And it's like, but at least those seasons were finished properly. I know at least what you mean. The but teams is, in both divisions goes, played all the games. This goes back to the whole point. The, the whole point of it is, is obviously nobody nobody knew a global pandemic was on its way, but. What is going on there? <laughs> um, is it in the animals or hard than wood? Giraffe's noisy, Stephen. Nick, Nick, Stephen's giraffe. Next door's dog will be um, be cat wide. Who give it a megaphone? The fence and stairs. I don't like nose nose length away. <laughs> I can see it. I can actually see it. I think. Obviously, nobody. Uh, see its tail. Yeah, 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 through the fence. You'll yeah, yeah. bring, you'll bring yeah. a dead mouse in in a minute and be all right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry, obviously nobody saw like a global pandemic coming on that, but like the the whole thing's been like a ticking time. I mean, Craig, you touched on it there. Like Redden pay over like double what they what they bring in out on wages. Like, how do you? How, I know, how it's is ridiculous. there any sense in any of it? And, like, I'm a, I'm amazed. I'm surprised the championships going on. 
There must be enough money. What is going on, Stephen? <laughs> I'm covering my microphone. I'm so it's fine. Stephen, you're going to have to like, go out and, like, as I know, like, uh, kick, dog whisper. Kick, it, kick its head in. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Mm. This is really hard not a not a laugh at the dog. I don't know why it's so funny. It's just a dog. <laughs> anyway, you're right, though, Chris. Presumably, there's enough of them think it's worth the... I, I don't know what value the teams who can't get in the playoffs in the championship are going to get out of finishing that season. Well, Hull didn't want to play. Because the TV money's not enough, is it? Hull were the ones who didn't. Hull. Yeah, Hull were the ones who did. Was it just Hull? Just one. Was that it? They were the ones who were vocal about it. I don't know if there were more. Yeah, because they're probably scared of getting relegated. They're absolutely. Oh tanking. yeah, yeah. But, yeah, yeah. They are struggling. But because um, they signed a bunch time. of League One players and sold all the talent. Well, and, uh, it, it, there's a thing. Marcus yeah. Mallison will be able on, available on a free this summer. Oh, Look forward God. to hearing about that for three months. We would before be able he goes to afford to, his weight. Yeah, well, be, before he we, goes we to can't QBR. afford to have a team because we, we'll only have three players and they won't play for the club. <laughs> then we've reached the cap. <laughs> it's a total, like <laughs> I don't know how you can go from the situation we're in now to saying, OK, we'll start next season. I ju- that's what I want... I'm almost like, right, okay, this season, it's a total embarrassment the way they finished it. Like, it's just farcical, as we've said, but there is another season due to start in two to three months' time. What are the, how can Accrington Stanley, to be fair to their owner, who has clearly explained why and how his club cannot afford to play games. Oh, I honestly don't care about them at all. No, no. Sorry, like, but no. I hate them. No. I hate him, like, he's an absolute bell end. But that isn't the point. He's just the example because he's laid it out. That's one football club. That is the size of football club in this division. How can they go from not being able to play now because they cannot afford it to being able to play on the 1st of September, the 30th of September? What's changed? Some. What's the plan? Well, well the thing is, is it's, it's, it's difficult. It's we'll difficult see. when you plan it when you plan an event, isn't it? Because they've got the some of it's going to be dictated <laughs> by <laughs> figures and and, and yeah and, the, and how number and how things improve or or whether a second wave comes and you you, you I can understand why you've got to but try and start planning without factoring that in first and then you need to you need to put a date on it if you can and say we'll aim to start then and it might be that X amount of games are played behind closed doors now. In terms of how no, do you no, but that's my point, Stephen. Not in terms I'm of a... how do you finance it? There should the EFL should be a there should be enough money in English football to help us out. This and is the going problem. Back. We'll this go around in circles. Yeah, but where is that money? This is the problem. Who, who's got that it? money and what's the incentive for them to give it to us? But, 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 no, in this it's division, just, it's not just that, Craig. Like the the big problem is like the the Stephen. You're right. Like there should be more than enough money. There should be enough money to fund the game like a hundred years over. It's absolutely ridiculous the amount of money that comes in, but. Problem with it is the vast majority of it ends up in players' pockets and agents' pockets and that. Like you've got, you've got Spurs who are like one of the most profitable clubs in English football. They've had to lend 175 million quid because they're now projecting they're going to lose 200 million quid next year on the back of this. Like obviously, like it's an unprecedented situation and that, but it it's just insane. And like this, this whole... also if you're the Premier League, Chris, right? If you're the Premier League, if you're a club in a Premier League like Bournemouth or. Uh, Tottenham or Newcastle or Burnley why would you say yeah we want to let a, a part of this pot that we've earned by being in this division go to clubs like Sunderland who were in this division 
spent money like it was going out of fashion oh, yeah. and have yeah. been relegated. This is the why, thing. why would they? What's us, the incentive for them to think, let money come to a club like Sunderland? I think us. Where, where's the. I think we're one of the ones who'd be, in that respect, we'd be one of the ones who are back in the queue because everyone will go, hang on, you had your chance. It's the other clubs. And to be fair, man. We've got loads of money. You can't Chris. pick a choice, exactly. though. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you, you what, you, I've got some. You've got to give, you, you give everybody <laughs> level, like just what they need to play the games. You can't just say, exactly. but then how do you say... money in the past, you're not getting any. No, I agree. But I'm just saying, based on what Chris was saying, that's an intangible. Thinking, that's what they've come out with. What's the money that you need to play the games? Play wages. So... Hey, How do you cap that? Hey, As Chris said, we've got three players or four players taking money out of the club who don't play for us anymore. This this might be. Why would another club want to fund that? Could like the, Premier well, the Premier League, League should be taxing them or something, or taking money off them and and letting more tri- more trickle down. The PFA can they help out more? These people. But what is money. the inc- But the incentive from because we we have a hyper marketized football structure in this country. What is the incentive? No, there, there just it, isn't one. There isn't, but like Steve, Stephen's right though. Like it shouldn't. The, the fact is, I right, well, you're right as well. Cause the, the the problem with it is, is it's like the whole. Well, back what we said before, the whole idea of sport and competition's gone out the window. Like, truthfully, if you wanted to encourage good sport and competition, you shouldn't earn more money for finishing top of the league, which is what happens. You you would. If no, you finish top of the league, true. you get the most. You get more money than the team that finishes bottom. When really, it should be the other way around. If you want to encourage sport and competition, but as you just said, Craig, it's hyper marketized, and the the intent isn't actually to encourage sport and competition. The intent is to <clears throat> enrich people, and unfortunately. So what happens? And then what? But then what happens is you get a situation like what might happen at Newcastle, or potentially here with the American billionaires. You get really excited about lots of money coming into your club. Now, say all that Saudi money went into Newcastle, say that deal happened. That money, 1% of it could fund the rest of the football pyramid. Yeah. But there's no way that, and God's earth, they do, and they have no, absolutely no obligation to, to fund the rest of the football pyramid. But this system we've got where people, this is what I was trying to get at earlier and probably didn't word it very well, that ha- this has to stop this siloing of money in football clubs from state or masses of individual wealth that needs to be cleansed or for whatever reason somebody might want to put it into English football. Because let's face it, they don't want to lose loads of money on a sporting team out of love for the game. It, there's other reasons that they're doing it. So that has to stop. Because even if you did tax the Premier League, you're taxing the TV money, for example... It's already all skewed by these state actors like who buy Man City. Any, it's it's not a level playing field while you've got that system in place. Yeah. That's why I guess in somewhere like Germany, you've got a much better structure in place to restart football throughout the system because it isn't all like siloed off into individual clubs. You have, but even then, Bayern Munich are like streets ahead of anyone. Yeah. yeah, but they are the biggest club. They're a no, super they are. But they're allowed, but but it's not like they just stay at the same level and everybody else kind of catches they up. Didn't they didn't become just keep the biggest club by the prince of some country going. Here you go, Bayern Munich. Here's two trillion euros to go and spend on <laughs> whoever you want. <laughs> and the rest of the league say is cr- like the rest of their league system says crumbling into pieces. You get nothing. 
No, yeah. Which is basically what's happening in I this country. Disagree. And this isn't a dig at Newcastle or anything, because you, you can look at Paris Saint-Germain in France, Man City, countless other examples that have happened. It just, it does not benefit football as a whole. Like, it clearly doesn't. This idea that this money's going to trickle down when you've got clubs like Chelsea with about 3,000 players and they loan them all out. No? That, that kind of stuff, this is the moment that they have to dismantle it immediately. I mean, they're not going to, but yeah. that's what needs to happen, really. Uh, if they want to restart it. I agree. Well, I think you know. I think you're wrong, Craig, because um, I think it's um, Crystal Palace versus Bournemouth is on um, BBC One <laughs> in two weeks' time. So, you know, Ooh. we can all you know we can all look forward to watching that game. Um, One of those big fixtures in the top that's, flight. Yeah, hey. That's ultimately what it's all about. Have you seen? Do you know what it's about, Gareth? It's about I'd rather that behind closed doors than them. Nobed Ultras be in the stadium. To be <laughs> so one benefit of this. That's a, that's a fair point. Before, um, before we move on, can I just ask Craig to let our listeners know what Craig's wearing a baseball cap. What initials is on that cap, Craig? SD. Oh, SD. SD. Interesting. <laughs> right, that's okay. Look, man, it's like, do you want to see how much hair I've got? It's out of control, man. I just, I just noticed the SD was staring at us and I was just wondering... Well, Sometimes when I meet my tea, my hair gets in my mouth, so I have to wear like headgear. Or, like, <laughs> I haven't had a haircut for literally like months, Craig. man. It's like it's outrageous. Yeah, join a club. Stephen hasn't had a haircut since nineteen ninety. <laughs> <laughs> he's got quite an impressive beard there. To be fair, ten years out. That, that's off about a week. That. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but like he's basically, Craig's yeah. trolling uh, um, me. Chris, yeah. do you know? What I, do you know? What I know. Yeah, do you know I, what, like, I, I know. Chris. Like, you know, this. Like, you know, I think like, like it's it does the the situation that's transpired is angers me. Like, I, I can't <clears> stand it when I see like supporters saying things like, "Oh well, we deserved it," because I just don't think that's true. Like, you know, you play mm. you play the season, and what you get at the end of the season is what you get. I think it's you know I understand people are annoyed about the whole situation, but I think ultimately it's you know it's you 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 don't know what like we, we did we did we not deserve to see up under Poyer? Did we not deserve to see up under Andrekar? Because if the season had finished if the seasons had finished at the same point, then we would have been relegated, and those same people probably would have been saying, "Well, we deserved it." It's it's irrelevant. I think I the, agree with you know, that, guys. I just think, like, getting away from... And I agree with you that it's unfair the way they've done it and, look, we might have we might have got promoted if we'd played the remaining eight games of the season. But, like, ultimately, we should be nowhere near seventh, eighth in the table anyway. Yeah, and but, I, I think... And that's a different yeah, but, argument. But no, it's, it's not... Different it's issue. a different oh, argument. It is a different issue. How, 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 many, how, many, how many games have we played so far? 37 is this 36 so 37 to be on course this is the question I wanted to ask at the very beginning to be on course for 100 points how many points should we have had (laughs) at this stage so it's 100 divided by 44 right well, no, let's, let's change Times it to 94, because they said that before Barry went bust. Let, let's... All right, yeah, so... Yeah. Okay. Be fair, be fair. So, no, 90, so, 94 divided by 44, times by 37, did you say? We've played 36. Is that right? 
36. We should we, have... If we were on... We should have 77. 76 points. Sorry, 77 points, yeah. yes. Right? Then you could have no complaints. <laughs> That's the only way you could have the no complaints. The only way. The only way. <laughs> I know, but, yeah, do, you know what, do, you know what, do you know what annoys... But I, I think it's. A, I mean, the fact that he, you agree with his like ludicrous point that he was making no, to be I ludicrous with, says more about you the, than yeah, anybody agree, else, Chris. I agree with the premise. And of I, now, I am now starting. I'm now starting to doubt. I'm now starting to doubt everything that you've said. Yeah, so, I, right, ever, I agree with the so, premise of it because ultimately, this we should not. And like we've already said, it's a different issue, and it is what the way the AFL have done it is unfair. But the fact of the matter is, it's embarrassing that we're even in the conversation. Everybody else. Chris, I've got, got a really important question for you. Those oh, things did Lee Harvey Oswald act alone? <laughs> Does jet fuel melt steel beams? <laughs> <laughs> Who was responsible yeah. for 9-11? Your answers will dictate what, whether what anyone believes on, a word yeah, you've got yeah. to say ever again. What are your thoughts on 5G? <laughs> <laughs> Causing the pandemic. What are your thoughts on China? Um... um <laughs> Have you ever but, just uh, you know, tweeted the word China in caps lock? China. Like that. Um, <laughs> With no context. Do you know what's... Do you know what's... The annoying thing is, though, and, like... Yeah, I know it's, like, part of the football is the... You know, hmm. like, the rivalry between supporters and all that. But it does feel a little bit since to be in this league. It's, like, everybody decides to want to be our rival. It's, like, the David and Goliath thing. So, they like, they're almost, like... You get like supporters from all the other clubs picking a fight with us, and there is like developed this like underlying thing where it's like we're like excluded from the argument. It's like we don't deserve to be involved in the group, the the main group of teams. It's like, well, you're Sunderland. You you think you should just get promoted in first place, so it doesn't matter. You think you should just walk the league, and it's like, well, that's not entirely true, and like you end up with this whole like. This, you know, back and forth after every game we play, it seems as though like you end up with all the supporters of this other team in the mentions, and there's ones that recur. And like, it honestly makes you think. Some mm. of like, I tell you what, then lads, next year, like, so remember Wickham a few years ago when they and and Rochdale, I think, did it as well, where they moved a lot of their season ticket holders, <laughs> so they could pile in as many Sunderland supporters oh, yeah. as they possibly could. That. Yeah. So I tell you what, lads. Next year you can fuck off, <laughs> and we're not, and, and we are not bringing anybody. I tell you what, we'll come down, we'll come down, and we'll go to your pubs, and we'll go to your clubs, and we'll drink your beer. But I'm not buying a ticket for the match, and we're not coming in your ground. Yeah, I tell you, know you what, because we're not tell allowed. You what, exactly. <laughs> well, yeah, but but do you know what I mean? It's like we're not a You know, stop stop twisting about us all the time. And then, like, using us using, as a meal ticket yeah, at the yeah, same yeah. time. And you know, exactly Andy, you like, Andy, Andy Holt can't put a roof on his way end. So I tell you what, you, you charge Sunderland fans twice. So you could have at least got a quote after you got the second batch of money from the supporters <laughs> that you'd ripped off. Yeah. Like, he comes on Twitter and acts all like, oh, here's a thread of tweets about me knowing things. Piss off. <laughs> Like, what is it about owners and Twitter in sort of like yeah, League yeah. One? Oh, oh no, no, no. Yeah, no. It's like this thing, isn't it? It's like, right, how can I be a minor celebrity? Right, I'll get a Twitter account and I'll expose yeah, the inner yeah, machinations yeah, of yeah. how football works behind yeah. the scenes. And Are we being, yeah, yeah, are we being yeah, paranoid? Yeah, yeah. If you, you, but they're all I just think, like... I think you're right. Clubs do have this sort of 
disdain for us. Are we being paranoid if we think that's influenced people's votes? Oh, yes. No, I don't, oh, no, I don't, think, I don't, I don't think that. Self-interest. Self self no, no, I bought all the clubs. And no, I, it's, yeah. it's, thing is... No, no, not the clubs with something to play for who self-interest, yes, we're going to consolidate. But like mid-table clubs and stuff, they've all... Because you know, nah, they, they just don't like, want to play. They just don't want to play. Like, they would have. You know they would have. Yeah. Teams like Akron you you know didn't want to play. It, it, I, well, I know what you mean. Do you know what, everybody does want to see us reading, as a scalp, but teams just didn't want to play. Do you know what I think? I bet they all fucking smirked sad. at the outcome. Put it that way. No, uh, well, I bet Ipswich didn't. Eleventh, yeah. they've finished. Eleventh. Talk about teams that were top and. Hey, no, basically where way, Wigan would have ended up. In the time we've been on, we've we've got a club statement here. Uh, oh, what? Yay. Oh my God, yeah. this is breaking news. Breaking news. And it's Shall Chris I... who's going to break it. Richard's going to he's, gonna have to put a breaking news clip and something <laughs> in here. In, uh, right, so we've, hold we've on. Like, bearing in mind, well, we don't know what, Chris's we, answer on those conspiracy questions. <laughs> he might be lying. Shall we have a break now? <laughs> and then, shall we have a break and then come back and do the statement? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Go on so then. Yeah, read let's it. do it. Do, do your spiel. Well, no. I, I feel like I want Chris to read. I feel like I want Chris to read it live, so I don't want to see what it's like before Chris says it. So let's have a break, Nothing. and then when we come okay. back, it's the club statement with Chris Weatherspoon. <laughs> I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for, but you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. I'm Stephen Elliott and you listen to the Wise Man Say podcast. Do you know what I like to wear um, when I'm uh, wearing... Uh, where I'm wearing? Do you know what I like to wear when I'm Stuart, wearing? Clothes? Stuart Donald hat. Um, it's clothes from from the. It's clothes from from the terraces. That's what I like to wear. I like to wear them when I'm reading club statements. I like to wear them when <laughs> Chris is reading club statements. And if you use the code WMS10, um, you can go to fromtheterraces.co.uk and get yourself a variety of products, high quality items, um, and you'll get ten percent off your bass. You get ten percent off your basket if you use that code WMS ten. So they're at the thing is they actually are high Twitter. quality. They really are high quality. See, I would say Absolutely. post post high quality. That's how high they are. It's like after. There's no word. Supreme after high. No, not that. No post no high. Um, post high quality. But yeah, you should go there. <laughs> They've always got new products coming in. So get yourself from terraces.co.uk. Use the code WMS10 to get 10% off your basket. Read the statement, Chris. Can I do a Chris. plug of a, a local product quickly? It's a book um, about how, Middlesbrough. How much is a pain? 
<laughs> was this a joke or <laughs> no right there is a book can you believe like take, take the piss out of Middlesbrough <laughs> the people from Middlesbrough for saying you're joking aren't you and there's an actual book about Middlesbrough Football Club 1996-97 season called you're joking aren't you <laughs> which I just found remarkable written by Tom Flight available on Amazon for £12.99 how much is your book on Amazon Chris 49 <laughs> pence is it Maybe you should have a word with Tom Flight. Like, yeah, that's, yeah. It's, it's 99 pence at the moment. 99 well, pence. Tom Flight is, Tom Flight is a hardcover book. How are books about Middlesbrough going for that? Yeah. Yeah. What was that, Craig? How, how are books about Middlesbrough going for like 13 times the price of yours? Because um, um, I was going to say something about really, a bigger and better club. I was going to say something really arrogant there about not needing the money, but. It's not even true. <laughs> Alright then. It's even worse when you deliver like that. that. Well, I mean, at least, at least have the arrogance yeah, yeah. and own what you were going to say. Yeah, How many of no, your books on the shelf behind across. you? Yeah. It is. They'll all be like Tory economic Oh, he's actually got a look. Oh, he has got it, yeah. He's got them. He's got two. He's got two. He's got two. Nobody gets One of them's got a bookmark in it. What's the bit of paper in? What's the bit of paper? <laughs> this is incredible. Live it's scenes, people wait to hear a statement that they've already read, by the way, now online. Yeah. By the yeah. time they're listening and, to this. Just but instead they get to hear us. Uh, God, we've definitely all lost the plot here. Somehow the, the bit of paper is um, from the old word. So I have no idea why that's there. Well, anyway, how about you <laughs> read your statements? Not only can you write books, you can read statements. Yeah, so, so right. <laughs> so, um, we've got Chief Executive Officer Jim Rodwell has expressed his disappointment following today's announcement to end the 2019-20 Skybet League One season. Sunderland FC were just three points adrift of second place when the footballing calendar was suspended due to the coronavirus pandemic. But today's vote confirmed the Black Cats will end the season in eighth. Missing out on the opportunity to play for the for promotion is a bitter pill to swallow for all associated with the club, including the players, staff and supporters. But regardless of the extraordinary circumstances that led to t- today's outcome, Rodwell admits the club must perform at a higher level, on and off the pitch, to ensure success is delivered during the 2020-21 season. Um, although, 100 points? No. Well, is this him talking in third person? Ourselves... No, no, is this so, him talking in third person? person? A statement from Rodwell saying, Rodwell admits that we need to do Rodwell mused. So the speech marks start here. So, although we braced ourselves for today's decision, we are incredibly disappointed by the outcome. He explained. We were committed to finishing the season on the pitch and we made our stance perfectly clear throughout what has been an incredibly challenging period for every club within the AFL. He continued, ultimately we now have to move forward. Our fans have been magnificent and we know how much they, like the players and staff, will be hearing today. But it's our supporters who have set the standard over the last two seasons, following the team home and away in incredible numbers, and we have failed to match them. As a club, we have to strive to be better and ensure we learn from the mistakes we have made, because regardless of the circumstances, finishing 8th in League 1 isn't good enough and I don't think anyone would tell you otherwise. Our sole focus moving forward must be to build a squad that is capable of winning this division next season. I have spoken to Phil Park by 100 points and we have a very clear idea of what we need <laughs> to achieve that goal it is our responsibility to put that plan into action immediately and ensure that whenever the 2020-21 season begins we are ready 
So is the plan to sign Gary Medine? <laughs> <laughs> no, just, the plan is to sign Marcus Madison, Craig. That's the plan. No, 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 it's no. It's no, very no, no. similar to what we heard at the end of last season. Parky but is not yeah, a Marcus Madison to, man. To be honest, just there's, no not really much to, there's not really much to comment on that. They're not really... It ticks all the boxes. We are no, sad. Sad. It's exactly what we heard last season. It's we're going to be better. We've got to do better. We're going to be better. Like it's just waffle. We're not like, worse. That's all it is. There's not like you say. There's, there's, there's not really much. They had to put that out. They had to put yeah, that out. Yeah, course. Yeah, there's no. There's nothing they can do other than say we don't agree with it. Yeah. I mean, what? Well, that's the it. Fans, what the is fans, the fans have been controversial. Yeah. The, the fans have been magnificent the apart bit. from at the playoff final when apart from the playoff final when um, we weren't we obviously um, out outsung or whatever by uh, Charlton who were a bigger club than us um, and obviously uh, we let ourselves down in the playoff semi final as well because Forest Green would have taken more to the uh, semi final or whatever it was that Methvin said so um, yeah well, maybe this is the edited version and our fans have been magnificent except when trying to understand business. Yeah. <laughs> Perhaps that didn't make the final might, cut. Yeah. Yeah, no. Yeah, I think fans have been brilliant. Let's, let's just carry on and try and get Fans have been brilliant, apart from when they asked us to leave. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think, yeah. no, I agree, I agree with Stephen, though. Like, there's not really a lot to unpack yeah. there. It's kind of just standard, standard fare. Like, um, to At least me, they didn't embarrass themselves. Well,. I mean, yeah, that, that's actually the most impressive statement he's made since he got here. So, at least we're on the upward curve. Right. What, what are we going to talk about next season? Well, I think just the summer, the really. Manager? Well, you know, putting to, putting to one side when we might start and resume, we've got players' contracts who are going to be out of contract soon, and that's going to have to be a priority for us and for other clubs. How on earth do clubs get their head around that? and begin to to offer players deals for next season and what power do players have to to, well, I think to it, move around, I guess. I think, and this is the big caveat, but if, if we're being run properly, it's like a massive opportunity because the money's just dropped out of the game sort of thing. So no, every player who's out of contract, who wants a contract, knows they're not getting what they previously got. We should be able to identify what we need, the best, the best that's available to us in those positions, and we should be able to go out and get them. And really, like I mean, I've been saying this for two years, but you don't need to spend money in this division kind of thing. You certainly don't need to do it now. So, like, we should. And look, I know Rodwell's just got in the door, and truthfully, I'd be surprised if. Well, I'm hoping that him and the current lot won't be here in a couple of months' time. But if they are. What they should be doing now is seeing right, like who they should be looking at, like the analytics side of things. They should be stretching, like casting the net a bit wider than what we have been for the last two years, and they should be picking it must up. Must be interesting best. for them because because they, they, they want out and they want to sell a club and they want to do yeah. that quickly without having to invest in anything. But That's at the same problem. time, at the same time, they need to make sure the club looks like it's in decent condition to sell it. So, yeah. do, do you know? Do you know what's interesting? I'd love to be a fly on the wall in our meetings when, when they discuss this sort of stuff. It's interesting you say that, Crystal, because do you remember at the start of the the League One journey when they took over? Yeah. Um, and the two players that were strongly linked 
before we signed Wyke were Moisa. Yeah. Um, and Lyle Taylor. Yeah. Now, I think between them, they've probably scored at this level since we've been in League One. About 35 goals between them. Yeah. Um, and I don't think Grigg and White have probably hit double figures between them. And obviously, we got like, we had Madger and he scored three times as many goals as a pair of them put together. So it's just interesting, isn't it, that you know we missed out on those players and didn't retain Madger. You think like you know if we'd had Issa, Madger, and Lyle Taylor as your as your forward options, we probably wouldn't be in in <laughs> League One anymore. But it's but why why have we got why why can't Sunderland? You know we've sourced those players, we've sourced those opportunities, and then we we've let them slip through our fingers, and now we're you know, we've lost people like Madger and now we're just scrabbling around. Do you for, not think, though, for, it's, you know, it's not just a case of getting the individual players and it's getting what the team itself... Like, so Will Grigg, for example, like, we all know we overpaid for him, but at the time, self-included, we're all happy with signing him because his goals record in this division second and on. Now, it hasn't worked here, but it's not because he suddenly became a bad footballer overnight. It's because the team doesn't... Doesn't play to his strength. The team, the team was never set up to play the way. Like he's a poacher. Like Madger wasn't a poacher. Madger, Madger created his own chances out and out. Madger, Madger linked play up and stuff. Like the team was set up completely different. And I get what your point is, but I think it's not just a case of signing like individual players. Who like? No, you know. no. But but my point is, if we're talking about source and players and analytics and all this, it's like well, you could argue we'd actually. On paper, those players looked quite suitable, um, and we didn't well, but, complete the but deals. That's, so that's the other thing, then, isn't it? It's like, well, how who sourced those players? We don't how strong, yeah. Well, who sourced them, and how strongly, like, ultimately, we went and spent three million rising to four on Will Grigg in January. Mm. Now, if you believe the I mean, story, I know, the I know. we didn't get Lyle Taylor was because we skipped on certain areas. Now. If they were really that all in on Lyle Taylor, why didn't they go all in for him then? And I think this is this has been part of the problem. There hasn't nothing over the last two years has been done with a long term in mind. And until they start doing that, the football club isn't the football club isn't going to be the best at cabaret. The football club isn't. I, I thought truthfully, I thought you could run the club pretty badly and still get promoted out of this division. Which is sort a sign of how badly it's been run that we're now giving up for our third consecutive year here. Now, if they're going to be around, and I, I'm hopeful that they won't because they clearly have no intention of being here, but if they are going to be around, what they need to start doing is they need to start putting them down long-term plans, they need to start thinking beyond like the end of next week because ultimately, we saw like last summer, like um, last summer, nothing started happening until the start of July because they were doing the best to sell the club. And we all said it at the time. Like, every, Can you remember everything? The Campbell takeover fell through the next day. They announced a friendly, they signed Conor McLaughlin, they released uh, Lee Catamall. And everyone was like, bloody hell, it's all, it's all going off now. And the reason for that was because they'd realised, oh shit, we're going to have to be here a bit longer. Now, my concern is, is, yeah. is, that, is that what's going to happen again this summer? Because this summer, we're in a far worse position because, look, I don't think, I think we've got like 12, 13 players out of contract. I don't think that's necessarily a terrible thing. But the problem is, if we don't get anybody in, what we're going to do? 
like we're we're gonna start the season with like eleven senior players next year. That that's the issue. Like, um, and I just think this this is the problem. If as long as the clubs up for sale, like you you're not gonna go anywhere. Short had it up for sale for about three years, and we know we all know how that went. Like this football club's been up for sale for the best part of five years now. It might benefit them though, I guess, because if if if, like you've just said there, if they had a decent position to, to sign players, um, for nothing, then they might want to then, uh, to then have a go to to think they're in a position to have a go and make the club more saleable because they want as much money as they can get for it. So the only way we're going to do that is if we look like we're going to go and get promoted again. Uh, Will it be an indication then? So if you're saying that we should be in a in a in a good place to sign players who might be released by the clubs and stuff, will an indication of that be whether we see decent deals offered to some of the players whose contract are up now? Luke or Nine, for example. Because if those players start leaving, then we can't be that optimistic all these yeah. other players who have been released th- are going to th- be snapped up. I think that's a fair point. I think, I mean, ultimately, like, regardless of whether... Like fans might have, di- I think most fans quite like him actually, but fans might have different opinions on Luke O'Neill. But he is probably the main saleable asset we've got in the first team squad at the minute. So if he's what about the goalkeeper, five million pound? <laughs> <laughs> well, so no, so if well, well, he's that that plays at the point. I was he's just another about, one though, isn't he? That plays he? at the point I was just about to make. Like if McLaughlin's allowed to go for nothing, which it looks like he's going to be. If Lugo Nines allowed to go for nothing because we've had no confirmation that that contract was ever triggered, then you look and think, well, no, what's it was. On? We were told it was triggered. Were we though? <laughs> were we, like, well, it came out. Nah, it just came out in there. Yeah, they didn't announce it on the website it. or anything. The, the club. No, no, I'm, I, I was being facetious. Oh, they, they made a big deal of it around Christmas. Yes. And he was talking up how he was looking forward to signing it as well because he wanted to stay, and then. Nothing was ever said yeah. again about it. But I think for the next six months. I think Stephen's point's the right one though. Like if we start seeing because play- ultimately, like quite a few of the people who are out of contract are actually currently in the first team. So if we start seeing them leaving, they're some of the better ones, so to speak. Like, for example, like I mean, we can argue about whether Owen Irons like should be playing at right back or whatever, but he's, he's certainly one of the more versatile people. He's not somebody squad. we should be letting go for free, no. is he? Exactly. He's better than Conor so, McLaughlin. So if he if he's allowed to let go, to be let go rather, like then it does make you think. Well, what what are we playing at here? And and I think this we've obviously not tonight, but previously we discussed about McLaughlin. And look, if he goes, I don't ordinarily I wouldn't have an enormous problem with him. But the problem I have with it is I don't have any faith in us to replace him with better. Like it feels like every time we lose a player. <clears throat> We get slightly worse, and then the problem is if we keep getting slightly worse, you become a lot worse. And I think that's the big risk this summer. Like we've already, regardless of like the discussions we've already had, this team was demonstrably worse than the one they played in this division last year. Now, <laughs> if we get slightly worse, is it going to get even relax, worse? That's, yeah, that's the issue. Do you no, think well, the, the question? So, and I sorry. think this comes back. Sorry for what we were saying before about needing to know how and when the season restarts. How can anyone possibly plan? How could... Say John McLaughlin wanted five grand a week and we were like, what can of offer you that? Because we don't even know if we're going to kick a ball next season. Whereas if you sign for a championship club, 
you know, there's a decent chance that yeah. they, they know they're going to play football. Oh, championship, I mean, and that's another so, thing. I know nine had the interest on the championship in the summer, so the likelihood yeah. is that True. if he, he might look at it and go, well, I could stay in League One where we don't know if we're going to play, or I can go to the championship where I'm going to play, yep. I go to the championship where I'm going to play. I think I'll get the, better money as well. You know? Was, you, know, you know, think about, you know, the what's happened today and... You know, think I know it's a totally different situation, um, and we don't know what the characters are like in the group. But apparently, you know, the the team are quite together, and they do seem sort of quite together as a group. To be fair, um, you know, remember mm-hmm. after the playoff final in nineteen ninety eight, where you know Quinny went into the dressing room and just went like, "Look, we're going to smash the league next year, lads. Don't worry about it." Sort of thing. Is there not? You know. D- Given the situation, I know people have their opinions on the group of players that we've got. Now, I would say that we're a playoff level team at the moment with the group we've got. We could add people into it who would take us to the to the next level, or well, the next level in this league anyway. If we were clever, is there an argument to say, given the current situation, we say, look, we keep this, we're trying offer extensions, one year extensions where we can, if people will take them. Um, because they'll be in limbo as well. They're probably thinking, well, if I leave here, when am I going to find another football club? Because we don't know when we're going to play. And I don't know how that. Well, this is the other problem, isn't stru- it? Yeah. Well, we don't know how we you, don't know how the contracts yeah. of these people are getting are going it's to be crazy. structured. So, if you if you said, look, you have a one year extension to your contract to the end of the twenty whatever twenty twenty one season, whatever it's going to be, or twenty one seasons it might turn out to be, depending on how it runs. Um, is there an argument to say we just do that to keep the group together and they can hopefully use this the disappointment of the way the season's ended almost a bit of a develop a bit of a siege mentality around what's happened and say, look, we've been denied the opportunity to get promoted this season. Let's use that disappointment to So who to are the players you think next of? Year. Yeah. You can see well, which as many as, as many speech, as, as many as many as as many as possible. I mean or do you mean in terms of develop, de- development, like delivering the speech, or are you talking about uh, in no, actual no, no. keeping the players? So about keeping the group together. Well, I I think like McLaughlin and O'Neill are just, for example, going to have other potential, potential yeah. other options. So, so I'm, I'm, like we've just uh, talked about where McLaughlin's gone. McLaughlin's gone. I'd definitely be keeping Maguire. Um, no, I don't think I would. Uh, well, but. But he scored he's what, another yet, he, eleven another goals this season, and he's created goals. He, but my point is, you can't just. Rem- my point is, at this point, you have to go give him a year rather than gamble on replacing him for better and not being able to do that. Because next year, I would argue that having this same group next year, even though it needs improvement, would probably give us an advantage. Because depends what kind of money you're talking think, about paying them and I stuff. I think the club it? needs to completely rethink the way it does things. I think what we've we've done in the last two years is. But you can't you can't just rip it up and start. You again. can't. But this is the perfect opportunity. Two years ago, League One teams do that every year. Two, Get to Cali when they do it. We're not. The downside risk. <laughs> the, <laughs> the downside risk. God, what clubs, a time to get him involved. The downside risk for clubs. <laughs> With everything going on in the world. Getting relegated now, unless something absolutely disastrous happens, we're not going to get relegated from this division now. Two years ago, what we should have been doing was saying, "I tell you what, what we're going to do is we're going to look for like some of some of the bright brightest young talent that we can get at this level 
we're going to sign it. And then, all right, if, if they do really, really well and somebody comes in with a daft bid for them, we'll sell them on. Otherwise, they should be the ones who take us up through the leagues. And that's what they should be doing now. People like... No, but I just... People like Willis... I don't disagree, but the, mar- the, market pl- the marketplace at the moment isn't, isn't that. Is it that? That's, well, given, this, given the current situation, the marketplace just is not that. Is it not? Like, how, I, how is it not? Like, we, we've, got, not we've, like... got, we've got... We've got how many? How many of the th- so you said you had a list of the thirteen, Chris? Sure, yeah, but every, but Gareth, but Gareth oh, right? The other thing is, you, for, for our our, <laughs> third, our thirteen, right? That every other club in this league will be in exactly the same situation, if not worse. Peterborough signed an entire new squad last summer, like that's the norm in League One. I look at just ripping it I up and starting like, again. If you're going to do it, you do it in this division. I don't know. Like, you know the lads. Yeah, I'm, I'm not. Think, I'm not. I'm not convinced that we've got we've got anything I think in place trying to, to counter that. We, to counter that. we haven't got a set up in place. But that's the issue. That's the issue. But that's not. That's but keeping crap players doesn't but, resolve your problem with recruitment either. The players aren't. Are, you know, are they are they crapper than yeah. Fleetwood's players? Are they crapper than Wigan's yeah, players? We, we should be thinking, like Chris has said, of a strategy that's not akin to Fleetwood Town. It should be a no, strategy I'm not, that well, I'm is not saying that. becoming I'm, of I'm, a club th- of our size and stature. I'm thinking... But if you, he's saying that we were signing, you know, young prospects in League One, I mean, who, who's to say that those those deals are going to come, you know, who's well, to we say should that be able those, to those gambles will pay off? The gamb- we, we might be able to attract them, but the gambles... It's a gamble well, if you're talking about yeah, prospects. Yeah, every signing me, we've made in this league has been a really I mean, expensive like, and bad gamble. Like everyone we've paid well, money on has been rubbish. Did, uh, yeah, well, everyone, well, yeah, everyone was, we've spent money on generally, apart from 0-9, you could argue hasn't been great. Um, on the other hand, we have picked up, obviously, I know people have the detractors on Maguire, but like you could argue for a free, he's been a No, no, really we've signed some OK players for free, but they're um, players who... Oh no, I agree. They're no. just League One jobbers. Oh yeah, but but we're in League One, and we yeah, need but to get you want to get players like who will get you out of the division, not ones who might look good for ten game streaks in this division, which they've done for the whole career. But that's that it. Ain't I, just good think I just think that this season that's been the entire league. We're three points off second at the moment. Yeah, oh well, we were. We shouldn't so... be aiming for what the rest of the league. Are. No, we. But I'm not. I'm not saying that. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying us. is, but next year. We're not coming into this season off the back of a oh well we failed last season let's have a pre season we've got a transfer window and then we start okay, the season so we don't know what we don't know what we don't know what pre season looks like we don't know what the transfer market looks like we don't know what well that's why I wouldn't be giving anyone any like. contract so Craig, well, Craig but then we when then we I don't want to be saddling the club what, with wages that they can't pay because okay, we're not playing football. But then, but then we bring, when do we bring who? When do we bring anybody in? Then we just get rid of everybody well, need, and bring they, them in you, when. But everyone else is going to be in an even worse position than us right. because they're a smaller Listen, club. Right, Craig. I'm going to sound like a line manager here. <laughs> Instead of bringing us problems, bring us solutions. Well, I agree with what Chris said. We need to just rethink the whole thing. Give us some ideas. Well. If everyone else is in the same boat, it should be effectively ground zero. There's going to be a lot of cl- players without contract. We are the biggest club in the division by miles. We have great facilities. We should be able to offer contracts to anyone who's in this basic pool of freebies, the best deals in the division, as to use a term that kind of Donald would probably use. 
And therefore, by not re-signing someone who's demonstrably shade, like Charlie Wake, for another year, you free up wage space to sign someone who might not well, be Well, he, he was a four, I think he's on a four-year deal, isn't he? So he's not, he doesn't come into the equation. You are literally to use that three year phrase deal. again. You're jerking, three, aren't you? A three-year deal. But, wow, but what, what, that's what, what extraordinary. Talking, it's funny, when, when you went missing for a moment there, Craig, the, oh, yeah, uh, sorry we're, talking about about, we're talking about this and how Lyle Taylor is a great example of somebody on a free transfer. We're seeing mm. like the tar- the targets that we had right at the very start of this journey in League One, where we mm. had Moisa was a target, yeah, and uh, Lyle Taylor was a target. And I'm saying, you know, they've scored they've scored like probably in the time we've been in League One, they've probably scored 35 League One goals between the two of them, mm-hmm. and they've only been in the decision for a season each. Yep. So it's. So again, it's, that would support my argument but, but, that you don't yeah, but we didn't resign get players who failed. But we didn't get them. Yeah, but there'll so, be more so, of them available so this summer. Yeah, but to say, say we should be able to get these people in, it, we didn't. But We tried and we didn't. Right. I'm, but this look, is a different I, I, summit look, look, two summers yeah, ago. Yeah, right, right. it's right. It's, no, but it's all very well saying have a rethink. But do you want to rethink with Dougal Maguire? And Ted Crilly in charge, <laughs> and that and that is the point. It's all very well saying we're having a rethink, but it's who who are the people who are rethinking it? I know, but do Darren, you trust these people to rethink? I honestly don't believe if we resign the same bunch of players, we're going to go up. I, I'm I think thinking that's for two evils. What are these? What are these two going to? They're going to speak to Phil Parkinson, like you say, going to end up with Gary Medine. Some fat midfielder called Doyle. But then, Dunno. there's is... probably one of them around. <laughs> it'll be in the, at this he level. Someone called, Coventry. yeah, him, He's yeah, him. That one. I love him. Um, Get him in. Thirty-eight but, year and old. Then, you know, and that's what'll happen. That's you know, Ben Anik in goal probably. Oh no. You know, this is what's going to happen. So I'm, I'm thinking less for two evils. I'd rather maybe <laughs> keep what we've got. Just. Normally, I totally agree with you. I totally agree with you in a normal situation. This is not a normal situation. Mm. And my worry is that because we don't want to know what it's going to look like, I'd rather stick with what we've got and try and add to it. Now, I know some might say, well, that might be, <clears throat> that might put you in a more perilous position. But we're not in, we're not in the worst, we weren't in the worst shape in the world. We're still not far off second place in that league. You could say. I talk, I talk about on the pitch in a in a division which was nowhere near as good as the division from the previous season that we competed in. So I'm not I'm not I talk, mm. in a normal circumstance I would totally agree with you. My point is at the moment there's a, there's a time to rethink and a time to gamble. Um, but I don't think this is it. Are you trying? Chris no. is trying to leave. I'm hungry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not even arguing it anymore. I I think the problem you've got, right, and this is the last thing I'll say on it is so I haven't had me tea. Nobody and no one in this league can re-sign a player to a contract until they know whether we play football in September. Because if you aren't playing football and you give everyone a one year deal, they're just bleeding the club dry. And we're not well, doing what's anything. A, what's a one-year deal going to look like I next think. season? That's what I mean. Is it going to? Is it going to be a season? Do... Is it going to be a season to contract to when you start pre-season to the end? To go team know. Chris here. To go team Chris here. I think the rules of broadcast suggest we probably should. 
consider uh, wrapping things up because we're volleying no, no, backwards and forth. We're volleying backwards and backwards, <laughs> back and forth a little bit here, and uh, we'll and go I'll around the houses with the same points. <laughs> and um, yeah, interesting discussion. It has, you know, it's 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 actually made me really start to miss the football a little bit. Just getting into the pubs and having these these chats. Um, well, I know that's just the hanging thing out miss, with isn't your mates and and stuff like that. It is quick. Uh, so yeah. I wouldn't have been with any of you three. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah. But with the people we normally go with. Right. No, I was just joking, Stephen. I was just is, being is a there any, Is there any <laughs> any different points we can quickly bring up now? Are we all happy to, to call it a night? Chris, what are you having for your tea since you're hungry? Bangers and mash, I think. Ooh. Bangers and mash. Classic, yeah. classic British meal there. Think. It shouldn't be uh, bangers and mash weather, but it is, unfortunately, isn't it? It is. It is. Very, Very much, much so. Dew is a bit of uh, onion gravy on there. You're still getting those gusto yeah. boxes, uh, Chris. Yeah, it, it's from <laughs> it's from one of them. <laughs> Wait a minute! Hope. You've got mail order bangers and mash. All you need some potatoes and some sausages, <laughs> man. You clown! What but, are you doing? Oh, no, lovely, I mean, lovely it, sausages. It'll have someone else getting on. It's always got some sort of quirky little kick to it. I'll, I'll well, it like Swiss Swiss sausages oh, or something. I'm going to eat it. Horse sausage. You're going to get bangers and mash, mash from your goose door box. Um, bangers and mash. Mm. Bangers and mash. It sounds like that sounds like a rubbish like um pre <laughs> like pre Saturday 3 p.m. kickoff show on like um on uh, channel, five. <laughs> channel 5. Bang with Danny bangers Baker. and bangers and mash <laughs> with Danny Baker. Yeah, yeah. See you, Chris. Yeah. Okay. Uh, off you go, Chris. You right. loser. Uh, I think we've I think we've done this to death. I we've think the answer to all our problems is. <laughs> I think I've lost the ability Ameri- to move a conversation on and decide yeah. when to draw to a close. I think we've all I've just, kind of like, just lost let it, it in happen. general, haven't we? What just are we flat, gonna, aren't we? If the fo- if the football doesn't start until twenty twenty one. No, it's gonna start what, before what, then. But sure what are we? Is. What are we gonna? What are we gonna do with like what we're doing? Like, oh, we'll just gonna we'll have like, to just uh, do Chelsea podcast. We'll have to rebrand just, it in yeah. some way. <laughs> rebrand Villa it. podcast. Yeah. Pick a team. Yeah. yeah. Right. Surely, do, I mean, I don't know how they'll do it, but surely they yeah. they can't like have this end to the season charade and not think. But we plan to restart in September. But then, like you mentioned about the EFL seeming to be quite lacking in leadership, that gives me the worry that they're just doing this all on the hop. A little bit like a Conservative government with the, well, we're just taking scientific advice, that whole kind of vibe. Well, we're just doing what the votes told us, kind of, you know what I mean? Mm, And it's kind of like, well, what if the vote is, we can't afford it? I don't know. That just worries me a little bit, a little bit. Let's see what happens. Well, um, shall we boycott the playoffs? <laughs> boycott watching the playoffs. Yeah, well, I won't be watching. Yeah, yeah. Gareth yeah. No, I'll be watching. I'll be. Oof. I'll be watching. I'll be actually supporting Fleetwood in the playoffs. No, and, uh, I couldn't against support Wickham. him. I'd rather Ainsworth. No, I, I That's don't. The worst. I, I, oh, the worst. The worst thing is honestly getting leapfrogged five places by who else is mid, left in it? A well, team managed by midlife crisis man, like. Honestly, it's an well, absolute joke. Listen, we've got Wigan who have pissed us off at the minute. We've got Oxford who managed by Joey Oh, I hate all of them. We've got Oxford yeah. who are owners support. I hate them. So, um, you know. I can't stand any oh, of I them. I don't like Portofire. I tell you, by the way, by the way, do you reckon, do you reckon um, 
our Mr. Donald and Mr. Methem are sitting at home, you know, not that arsed because Oxford are in the playoffs. I think money-wise, they'll be very arsed. Yeah. Very, very arsed. Well, money-wise in terms of that, they might not be able to afford to buy them if they get promoted to the no, championship. Money-wise in terms of the club situation and what that would entail for their personal finances must be the biggest concern for them too. Well, right? they haven't anyway. got any of their own money anyway, so it doesn't really matter their own personal <sighs> finances. Right. Look, look anyway. at the, cl- the clock, lads, and there's probably about three people still still listening by this point, so we'll call it a day. The, bro- <laughs> the, the broadcast rules have gone bang out of the window. Right. We've just lost the plot, man. It's been, it's been, <laughs> it's been a nice way to fill, to fill an hour and a half or so. so it has. Thanks, th- um, thanks for... Thanks for the chat, lads. Thanks for the chat, lads, and thanks for listening. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.